If these episodes make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. And once a week isn't good enough for you. <laughs> you want early episodes or bonus episodes we pull out of our cabooses? Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash purelypooppodcast. Welcome to another episode of Purely Poop, the number two podcast. We're your hosts, Justin and Ashley, and we're here to talk about things that matter. (laughs) Fecal matter, that is. We're tired of people keeping their shit to themselves, so we're going to dive deep and get people to talk about their shittiest stories. So plug in, plop a squat, and get ready (laughs) for a crap ton of fun. I'm a gay airports man. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, who do we have on the podcast today? Uh, My name is Alex Millis, and I am the creator of Boy Food, a local food and beverage brand um, that just showcases local food and faces in the community and tries to eat really good food. Awesome. Heck yeah. Thanks for saying your full name, too. That's the first time I've never, I didn't have to like ask for the full name. But But you know, you're like, this is me. <laughs> this is real. This is me. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've had a little bit of a writing background, so I think I'm just so used to professionally using my full name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Awesome. Well, um, we're gonna start off with a, a "Would you rather" question. Okay, I'm ready for it. Are you ready? Maybe. Okay. You are. You are. I promise. <laughs> you're like, did I have to study for this? <laughs> no, you're good. So this is a week long "Would you rather." Um, you're pooping. You're pooping mm-hmm. along like normal. Okay. Yep. You have a toilet paper choice. Mm-hmm. First choice is one ply. Mm-hmm. Second choice is like super soft, heavenly cloud. And you have to use it for the entire week. Not like the same so, piece. That sounds no, weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's not you have to use the same you, piece. You have Which a do you choose? The recyclable. Yes. <laughs> oh, and, and it's it's like the, the, the one ply is very much like... Sandpaper. Sandpapery, mm-hmm. certainly not comfortable, but gets gets the job done. And then the like cloud. Floopy. Oh, is that a hard question? The cloud floofy stuff. Why would it? Because it leaves residue all the time. All the residue. Oh, I never thought about that. Honestly, I'm not very toilet paper educated. I feel like. <laughs> no, I, re- I mean there are things I feel yeah. like. Um, uh, moms don't tell their little boys. So they just don't really? teach them. Yeah, and I Yeah, I feel like toilet paper is maybe one of those things. At least for me. Huh. Um, I don't know. Do you wish you would have been more toilet paper educated? 
Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, did you, do you, like, have you just had an experience where you, like, you bought this toilet paper, you get home, and you're like, what the hell am I oh, wiping my every ass time with? I'm buying toilet paper, I'm like, what the fudge am do I buying help? right now? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Please. We need to go on, the, like, a toilet paper Yeah, Walmart date. run, please. <laughs> I love going to Walmart. Fave thing to do. Really? Oh, definitely. I'm more of a Winco toilet paper shopper. Okay. Yeah. I, well, I Winco for groceries, and then I Walmart for the people, so. Oh. Yeah. I see. Treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay that's number one take a shot people shot of probiotics shot of whatever else you wanted to do yeah some matcha <laughs> Start Ooh. Ooh. oh my god if i did a shot like three shots of matcha in the morning everyone would be so annoyed with me by like noon i'm sure you just be yeah i'm already hyper, hyper. no yeah because like caffeine affects me in a different way than a lot of people like people are like oh i need my morning coffee to be a person and i'm like i drink coffee in the morning when i'm like well i'm gonna be home for a while i'd like to take a, a poop in the next hour and then i drink <laughs> oh coffee. really yeah oh interesting yeah i don't really need the extra energy like that like i do lots of vitamins and stuff okay. so mm -hmm. yeah matcha and uh, coconut almond water that's kind Ooh. of huh. yeah I've never had it like that. Mm, yeah, it's good. I've I've had coconut water and been like, this is. Yeah. But I've never had coconut almond water. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's different. If you try it in coconut milk, it's really good too. Yeah. But like actual, mm -hmm. crack open a coconut. Oh yeah. Oh, oh whoa. Oh. Yeah. That reminds me of the Ashley farmers market. Yeah. Ashley would do it. Like there was like a I don't remember what the a name pop up. Was. Yep. I yeah. had it. The birthday thing. Ooh. I think it was called. Oh yeah, that's what yeah. it was called. I really oh, wanted so to do good. more fun drinks like that over the summer. I think she could really dominate the market. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> We're just her, like I would totally about help it. create it, create it. Oh for sure. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Like I. Um, Ooh, out of like bamboo containers. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Shoots. I don't know. Yeah. Shoot a shoot. <laughs> Little bloody Masha, maybe. Ooh. Ashley, Bear day. listening. Hey, <laughs> Ashley. Listening. Awesome. So soft. I'm a little disappointed. I'm kind of, yeah, I'm a little surprised. I don't know. But I think I understand coming from the place of like, my mom didn't teach me what I was supposed to be doing. So it's like. Yeah. You can still it, use it, water. It's interesting. We, we've now had two people back to back who are like soft. Yeah. I also wet my toilet paper though. I do too. Smart. I that's controversial. Yeah. No. No, that's that's smart. I'm so thankful my toilet and sink are like literally right next to each For other. Sure. <laughs> and they're super far away. I'm like trying to reach. I'm like, ah, <laughs> I feel like water. I have these metric goals of how I know of I've like made it in life and one of them is a bidet. <gasps> like I started yeah. my yeah. life as a kid with a bidet and I will end this life. You did? Oh, I did. <gasps> yeah. Oh, definitely. For how much of your life did you have a bidet? Oh gosh, maybe up until I was about nine, I'd really? want to say. Yeah. Wow. So I was like very used to it and understood Aww. the concept. I was like, what? People don't clean with water. They actually use their hands. <laughs> 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 What's wrong with these people? Did your bidet like blow dry your booty too? Or did no. You just, what? How do you, what do you do? That, no, that is a thing. Just, there's that toilets thing. that have like an just air water. It was just a water. I mean, simple French one. I grew up in a big house. My um, godfather was a um, doctor. Okay. Um, uh. So it was just like the normative, I feel like, thing to do. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I think everyone should bidet. <laughs> Uh, bidet your day away <laughs> <laughs> Are, is one of your goals to get a tushy sometime soon or do you want an actual bidet i want an actual bidet for sure or i am one of those japanese toilets Ooh. oh yeah so you definitely want one those, of those freak me out i don't think really I could do, yeah i don't i don't think i could do a talking toilet 
I think treat yourself. <laughs> Too. I think you Shoot could totally it. have a talking toilet. You could like order from it, watch some TV. Who you knows? would live your entire life on your toilet. I spend a lot of time on my toilet. That's I not mean. healthy for your booty though. Oh, is it not? No, because it'll stretch it. Is it bad? It's bad f- really? for sitting for too oh, long. Oh no. Well, that's horrid. <laughs> it's one of my thinking spaces. I don't know. That's I nice. Like I've got a couple showering, everything mm-hmm. in the bathroom pretty much, brushing my teeth, but that's Ooh, one yeah. of them. Sometimes I just like to sit and think on the toilet. Well, sometimes I'll just, I won't even go. I'll just literally sit on the toilet without it open. Does that count? Oh, that's fine. No, that's fine. But like if you're like taking your pants down and like actually sitting, like the separation and the spread, like the spread of it is not super healthy for you. Yeah. I heard you're, you're supposed to sit differently than you do on a toilet actually to like have optimal toilet. Yeah. Have you heard of the squat? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause, Because especially the, because I mean, the squatty potty uh, advertisement shows it pretty perfectly in terms of how the constriction of the muscles Mm -hmm. is when you're not fully squatted. Mm. So it makes a huge difference in not only like your ability to poop, but also in terms of like rectal health and Mm -hmm. colorectal health. Hmm. I feel like we definitely don't talk about that enough. No, we sure. don't. No. A lot of health topics, actually, I'm learning more and more every day. That's good. And I mean, that that's one of the reasons we started the podcast was mm-hmm. to be a little bit more like, hey, talking about your poop is something that's important because it's one of the biggest factors of like you being healthy. Exactly. And I think, you know, uh, you know, from just from boy food's perspective, you know, food, of course, comes out the other end. And that's like such a correlative process. Mm-hmm. But also it's just so important to talk about what you're eating and kind mm-hmm. of how it's going exactly. out and making p- people feel comfortable, you know, with their restrictive diets or what that looks like. And yeah. understanding, you know, I think that's a great thing right now about the millennial diet movement mm-hmm. is that instead of like, you know, just making set decisions, it's very much open. And I see a lot of yeah. millennials right now taking things out of their diet, reincorporating it, seeing how it fits in their stomach. Right. Um, but yeah. I don't think we definitely talk about any of that at all. Like what's good food to eat just to go. I mean, like yeah. we know about, um, but we don't talk about, you know, foods that might be bad for someone's gut health or, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, what might help that in general. I'm such a uh, big fan of actually eating probiotics daily. Yeah. I think it's so important to keep something in your gut. That's kind of helping to um, nurture that good gut health and that good mm-hmm. bacteria. Mm-hmm. So like kimchi or pickles. Every yeah. day, yeah, because because a lot of pickles and, yesterday. Good, but those, those, those sell. <laughs> That's three. <laughs> those those earth foods are so important. Um, there's a really great uh, Netflix documentary called Cooked. Oh it's yeah, it's a four okay. part series. Yeah, and um, I've seen it. They they talk about is how it like fire? Earth? Yeah, yeah, fire, earth, I've water, seen every and, cooking possible show on Netflix. Oh, I'd say it. It not only is it like amazing storytelling, but it's also just like food porn the way they freaking produce it. It's so there's a new so one. It's gorgeous. Um, salt, fat, acid, heat. I, yeah, I've been meaning to watch that one too. It will Ooh. change your whole entire cooking life experience. Oh, That's cool. awesome. Yeah. Uh, but they, they go into, in the Earth episode, how so much food that we eat is fermented mm-hmm. because of how much easier it is to digest a lot of the fermented foods when the bacteria has done the work to break down like really hard cellulose. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things that fire gave us as a species was our ability to actually take less time in chewing and do more time doing other things. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at gorillas, gorillas eat such heavily fibrous foods mm-hmm. that they spend most of their time sitting around chewing because they have to actually break it down before they can actually digest it. So the notion of adding a lot of kimchi and other like fermented foods into your diet that bring in that kind of 
various flora into your um, gut biome is super important. Mm-hmm. Is kimchi your favorite thing that you've incorporated so you know, far? I grew up in Hawaii, so for me, I definitely gravitate towards more of an Asian palate. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it really just depends. I think as a foodie, I kind of fluctuate. Um, I just really like kimchi because it has that sp- spicy property, mm-hmm. and it's also kind of a neutral vegetable. Right. Um, yeah. That cabbage versus maybe, you know, like a root vegetable, another root vegetable of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um. I honestly, it depends. I mean, I think it's really good to try new things and keep your palate kind constantly revolving. Yeah. So every seven years, your palate like completely resets and you have yeah. like, a new taste. So I think it's important. Like I always tell people, try new things, and then if you don't like it, wait seven years and then try it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been doing know. that. There's still <laughs> things I still don't like. I'm like, nope. <laughs> well, and sometimes I've found um, with certain foods and beverages, if you try to push yourself and try to incorporate it, you learn to love it. For me, I never used to like yogurt. I think yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm very lactose um, intolerant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then I kind of just pushed myself to eating lots of yogurt, and I was able to finally kind of handle it. And now I actually oh. switched to coconut yogurt, nice. which has huh. been delicious and amazing. <laughs> Best of both worlds. Heck yeah! <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. I couldn't hand. I can't handle the spicy kimchi, but I do the mild. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like it spicy now. <laughs> Spice I've only been <laughs> able to. Could. It's hard. Well, especially the yes. other end, and I know, like for me, Thai food can really upset mm. my stomach. So yeah. I have to be careful. Those strong herbs like turmeric, for instance. Yeah. Oh, turmeric. Yeah. Good for you. Turmeric. Yeah, amazing that's for you. great. That and then black pepper. Mm-hmm. Oh yum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit of black pepper on everything. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so is poop, do you feel like it's been a common topic in your everyday life, especially growing up with like a bidet and everything like that? Or is it just something you guys never shied away from? Or I think I definitely have an interesting experience with poop. I mean, for me growing up, first and foremost, I could never use the restroom outside of my family home. Oh, so I had like huh. a phobia about it. And it was so I grew up in Hawaii and we could be anywhere on the island. Mm-hmm. And I literally would be like, mom, we need it. We're going home now. Like, oh my gosh. So I remember one time vividly, we were grocery shopping middle of the groceries. Like my mom's halfway done through her list oh gosh like, mom like now we need to go home now and we'd leave because that's how badly like i couldn't use the restroom really so uh-huh. kid they had to like pump me to like use the restroom because there's like some disease babies develop where mm-hmm. they can't like use the restroom properly so oh I don't have, like, any formulative memories of that but something transitioned where i couldn't use the restroom it was like a fear thing yeah okay so i think super... we've i think we've talked I, about that before um the only other time that I've heard about that was with, uh, there was an autistic girl who got a fear of all toilets though. Oh. And after two months of oh, not yeah. going to the bathroom, she had a heart attack because of all of the, the buildup. Uh, all the buildup. Yeah, for me, it never really caused, I mean, it was definitely hard when I was younger. I mean, I'd be waiting to go home anywhere, you know, for yeah. the whole day pretty much. Yeah. Um, and then I, as I got older, older wasn't much of a big deal. But then in college, I remember there was like a walkthrough video and one of the like walkthrough people had the same thing. And I was like, what the heck? That's so crazy. Yeah. But then I went into fraternity life where it was like literally um, in my first fraternity, we had t- stalls that were shared. So it was like, oh, the oh, idea man. of being by myself at home was like out the freaking door. <laughs> surprisingly yeah. though it was great because it broke me out of that and then yeah. it broke the phobia and then now i'm totally fine that's awesome huh. um, but i definitely think it's something interesting like our psychological relationship with poop for sure and yeah. Yeah. our avoidance of it completely absolutely yeah. do you feel like being a male has had any effect on that as well because i feel like we've talked to a brother and sister before mm-hmm. and the brother was like oh yeah i'll talk about poop all day all night and she was like well i'm a little more hesitant do you feel like you've ever had that kind of 
stigma on yourself? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, but then again, I'm a gay man. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you kind of have to talk about it eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Thumbs up. Has a, <laughs> and out. Um, <laughs> have you, has that affected a lot of your relationships before? Not only romantic, but like just regular friendships as well? Um, I think so. Well, I think definitely my relationship when I was younger was affected just because of like me being uh, needing to like go home or like feel uncomfortable yeah. in another person's home. Yeah. So I think that was a big factor. Um, I don't think so. I think generally I was pretty lucky. I think in like I could regulate myself in dietary wise. I've always had a really good sense of diet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know like one of my girlfriends, actually her mom has um, irritable bowel syndrome. Oh. Um, and I, re- I just, I feel like a lot of the times with people that do have like, you know, dietary or just like issues with their bowels, um, it can be hard to talk about for sure. So I feel like that can shape a lot of people's relationships and yeah. a lot of the relationships I have, I've seen different qualities like that for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Like pooping yourself. Mm-hmm. Like we never talk about that, but no. it's like, peeing yourself is like a little bit bad right but we're like yeah. oh you're kind of drunk or something yeah but pooping yourself and people are like you've lost it but it's like people with irritable bowel syndrome people there are like so many different things that can cause that mm-hmm. yeah um, sometimes you just think you're farting and you poop like our bodies that happened crazy. to me <laughs> yeah. that happened to me recently <laughs> why <laughs> like three months ago or something i don't know i was sick and i like was laying in my bed with my cat and then i farted and i was like that wasn't a fart it oh, was no. after, yeah, it was after we interviewed Andrew and mm-hmm. he talked about the same experience. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes you don't know, you really have to it. go. Yeah. I mean, that's the yeah. thing about our bodies. They're magical and like we all are human. <laughs> yes. And I feel like we have this weird addiction to like life or like fresher product right now, right? And that's yeah. a thing in our mindset versus like decomposition or like poop, for instance, like we avoid everything. We want it to be fresher and like on that scale. Yeah. yeah. But life is colorful. We have to learn to like both things. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I agree. Amen. <laughs> it sounded like you said gay man at first. And I was like, what? Oh, no, 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 no. He no, said amen. <laughs> it's just like whispers. <laughs> well, do you have any like poop stories that you can think of? Um, Honestly, the first thing I thought about was the first time I ever got food poisoning. Oh, My no. mom had been making crab cakes uh, for like a full day and she had left them and they had gone bad in the fridge. And then I had eaten like half of a oh, box of them. No oh, no. So I go to school the next day, like it had lagged that long. Wow. And going back to the fact that I couldn't use the restroom no. outside of my home. Well, it was not going to happen at that point. So I remember oh, gosh. Just, luckily I made it to the nurse's bathroom, which was like more privacy. Yeah. yeah. I remember just exploding and throwing up at the same time. I'm pretty sure. Oh, so hard. Oh, it was pretty, it was quite putrid. And then I had to get my cousin to pick me up. Um, but I think it was just like such a crazy experience. I couldn't leave the t- toilet for like a whole day. To this day, I still wow. have an aversion to crab cakes. Like I may try it, but honestly, yeah. you getting me to try it is going to be really difficult. Yeah. Um. But I think definitely uh, it's interesting just kind of like our relationships with how a bad incident can go and what mm-hmm. that looks like for Oh, us. totally. Whether it's what we ate or like how, it, how we experienced it. I wish there was more. I don't know. When I was a camp counselor, when kids would pee or poop, the yeah. sleeping bag. We would we had a code name for it. We'd be like, "There's a bear in the cabin." <laughs> That's what. We that sounds about. more scary than like someone pooped themselves. Like that's like, "There's a bear in the cabin." 
Well, or we'd say like the bear, bear in the sleeping bag. I mean, I, it was just, <laughs> it was between scary. camp counselors. Okay. Yeah, I was, was like, that sounds like, so scary. It wasn't like we were all with the kids that were like, guys, there's a bear in the cabin. <laughs> like, it was very much like we're having a private adult conversation. Yeah. But I feel like I wish there was better dialogue for people to make it maybe more comfortable for others. Yeah. And yeah. um, whether that's in a restaurant or in another experience. Totally. Yeah. I mean, we could start it. Start a movement. We could start using there's a bear in the cabin. There was a bear in my underwear when I was sick. <laughs> and my cat flipped because I like ran over him. I was like, move. He's like, eh. <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> I guess one thing I thought about too is what are foods that are like upsetting? Do you guys have foods that are like upsetting to your stomach? I don't know. Or mm. pooping? <laughs> I'm going through a whole thing right now with food, right? Like I'm trying okay, to, yeah. yeah, I'm trying to figure out what my best foods are because like I've been trying, I did. Uh, what does that mean though? Really? Right. Like best foods. I'm trying to find what. Best for your body. Yeah. Best for my body. Best taste. for just, yeah. Best taste. Best just to like regulate me as well as like nourish me and make me not tired because like whenever I'm eating out or anything like that, I always feel super duper tired. But mm. whenever I'm making my own food, mm -hmm. even though it takes a little bit longer sometimes, like that's when I feel most healthy because I'm in control of it. And I just make the weirdest mixtures I feel like now. Mm -hmm. Like I was just telling them that I just did um, white rice and then jackfruit. And then I, one of the mixtures I jackfruit did. jackfruit or like regular jackfruit? I did jackfruit and then I added hoisin sauce to it okay. and then kimchi. Yeah. Oh, yum. Yeah, I cooked Ooh. the I cooked the jackfruit first, Delish. and then I put some hoisin on it, and I was like, oh, I have some kimchi left you, over. You what you should have done is added just a little bit of soy sauce, maybe, Ooh. and just like I have, don't think I have any. Oh shoot, girl, you <laughs> need some soy sauce in your life. Buy yourself some good soy sauce. Yeah. Honestly, if you have good soy sauce, you can transform pretty much anything. Just add a little soy sauce to yeah. it. Hawaiian trick one hundred and one. <laughs> um, I always do like the low sodium soy sauce too, just because like. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I grew up in the mentality that it's like Diet Coke versus Coke. Just get the Coke already. <laughs> <laughs> or just don't drink soda. I just don't like how salty <laughs> yeah. like soy sauce is, though. Oh, like the yeah. low sodium like tastes better to me w yeah, totally. versus when I try to consume that like with okay. sushi and stuff like that. I was that. actually just watching this documentary where apparently we don't even really eat a lot of real soy sauce which is like really? actually fermented soybean mm -hmm. yeah, because they're so alienated from like the market Yeah, which is so I'm like I guess I'm starting a soybean farm in, soybean <laughs> in I mean we can so, just go to an Asian market most it. likely and just find that kind of no, stuff. You, I, well really? it's like live yeah fresh soy no like oh. the percentage is so low even in Japan really? that it's like huh. really really expensive yeah. That's crazy. That makes me really but sad. That's well, interesting. Yummy food, I mean, though. That, that, I, that's like how we don't get real, um, like, fresh, uh, what's the green? Oh, you mean um, wasabi. Yeah, we don't really, mm -hmm. most of the time when you're eating wasabi at a restaurant, unless, you, unless you order oh. fresh wasabi, it's just horseradish paste that they've dyed green. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just don't eat wasabi. I'm really bad with spicy stuff, even though I like tend to go towards more Asian dishes as well, just because I feel like they've made me more happy, like my stomach and everything. Mm. And like we've discussed before that like gut health equals like a lot of your mental health and like mm -hmm. how you feel about stuff. Cause like, what? Oh, yeah. Cause like right now, that I'm, makes a lot of sense. Cause right now, my fermentation thing and just the way I've been eating, mm -hmm. yeah. I feel like I've been a lot healthier recently and mm -hmm. feeling a lot better mentally. Yeah. Because there's there's essentially three nervous systems in the body. There's the brain, the heart, and the gut. And all three of them talk to each other through your central nervous system. And the thing about They're your gut... They're all watching gut, Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about your gut is it doesn't really have any exterior senses. 
So it relies on interpretations through your brain. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So when your gut doesn't feel well, it's not communicating well with your brain. Interesting. Well, I think that just goes to show that humans are like, right, like somewhat animalistic or we're, we're mm -hmm. bodies at oh, the yeah. end of the day. So I feel like a lot of the times when we look at people with problems or people that maybe could improve, mm -hmm. it like goes back to so many things like hunger. And I feel like we don't talk about that a lot in oh, yeah. Idaho. Oh, yeah. Crazy me. We have like a huge hunger right here. Mm -hmm. It's cray. Mm -hmm. And unemployment, apparently, I just found out in um, Canyon County and farther is like 14%. Jeez. Which is pretty freaking high. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it definitely all correlates as far as needs and people. Yeah. yeah. It's all poop. It is. It literally <laughs> does. Well, like um, I work at a call center and like every time someone's like, oh, that was such a bad call or I had such a bad call. I make the joke, but I actually mean it. Oh, they probably haven't pooped in a couple of days or something like that. But that literally has so much to do with it. Like yesterday yeah. I was like in a like super bad mood, but I've been kind of like ill and i had an experience at a uh, a gas station bathroom yesterday so oh that God. was that was a, i felt like i was going to the bathroom outside because of how cold it was <laughs> and then also having my stomach issue i, I like, like the chill factor it helps me poop. it's like whew. it does not when like you're not cold. camping i don't want i actually like <laughs> my favorite is my feet on the cold like really palate. yeah it makes me like I can't. Ready to go. <laughs> How do you feel about? Do you have you ever went to the bathroom in one that has a carpet? Ooh, carpet in the bathroom. I honestly don't even know if I can remember one that has carpet. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, because I grew up with carpet in my bathroom in both of my, the bathrooms that we had in our house, and like I have always been not fond of them, but like okay with them. And like my first or my second apartment that I lived in also had carpet in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. But I just remember one time that I was super duper sick, and I like slept on the bathroom floor. And if it would have been like a tile floor or something like that, it would have been so much worse. But it was carpet, and so I like. See, what I do is I well, we put carpet and then I have a towel and then Ooh. I just drape out there like a beached whale <laughs> <laughs> for a while. It's a like my ultimate whale. thinking method. It's like go to the bathroom, shower, mm -hmm. lay down like a beach whale for an yeah. hour and just don't think. <laughs> yeah. I think that's effective. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Awesome. I think that was everything. Yeah. Cool. Thank you Thanks so much so for much. having me on. Absolutely. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> And until next time, stay regular. Started by a laugh. Ha ha ha. Thanks so much for listening. We want to thank Rich Kilfoyle and his project Ghost Revolver for the incredible music. Thank you so much for our patrons for your phenomenal support. Thanks to Jenny Bowler for our amazing graphic design and to Argos Productions for letting us use their space and equipment. Head over to whatever podcast source you use and subscribe to get all the latest episodes. Give us a five-star rating and review so we have something to read on the toilet. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Make sure to also head over to our shiny website for our archive. This is a production by Simple Box Podcast, which is a community of like-minded podcasters who encourage the discovery of ways to expand communication, imagination, and most importantly, have fun. Until next time, stay, stay regular. regular.